bookshelf podcast where we take your million ideas and turn them into solid gold. I'm your host, Ben Moskowitz. And I'm Joe Talzia. And this week we have our special guest. Chrissy. Hello, Chrissy. <laughs> hello, hello. We always ask the people to tell us a little bit about themselves. Can you just tell us a little bit? Um, I'm a fashion designer. Um, I work in Midtown, currently designing men's underwear. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, men's underwear is a legitimate thing. It's like, it's just, underwear's always just a silly word. Does it change a lot? Like, men's underwear fashion? Or does it stay pretty within the lines from day to day? No, it does change. Yeah. I, th- I don't think it changes as much as, you know, uh, sportswear. But it does change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You imagine women's underwear changes more often? Or the fashion of women's underwear changes more often? It's probably about the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. I feel like I feel like I now I want to know what fashionable men's underwear <laughs> yeah, looks like because I'm sitting there like racking my brain. Because well, like, can we will you a little bit about I'm men's yeah, underwear? Sure. Genuinely yeah. curious. So uh, you uh, you don't have the name your company you work for, but uh, what kind of uh, like styles do you usually go for? Like you go for like sporty or casual? Like uh, I don't know, like boxer briefs or brief boxers or. Or whatever, what do you call them? It's usually boxer briefs, and with my particular brand that I work on, um, the waistband never really changes. We just change like the color, and um, that's because the um, brand doesn't want they don't want it to change. They uh-huh. want it to be consistent because they think their customer is like super consistent mm-hmm. and wants like a classic look. Is it um, like from a movie that had a a kid going back in time, changing his name, and the cut of his name <laughs> based on the on his brand. No, okay. <laughs> unfortunately, we Joe's wish. Joe's head. Oh, that's <laughs> okay. That's showing my age. It's okay. Right? Very right. It's a very classic movie. I, I believe you've seen it, but I feel like if we mention it, well, when you said back in time, mm-hmm. yeah, the only movie that I know of is the Time Machine. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so yes, no, but I can understand that the you know branding. And Brand awareness is a very you know important thing for fashion in general. Yeah, and I, I think it's curious to think about it in terms of, of underwear, especially because it's totally true. Like it, you appeal it appeals to customers in the exact same way as everything else. Even though, yeah, uh, at least for me, it's not something that I think about day to day. Yeah, well, for me, I have to get inside the head of a man. Which is interesting. What's your favorite part of that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, basically, this is something that we say around the office a lot, but we're like, really, men aren't buying their underwear. Like, their moms are buying it for them, or their wives. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more... They, they don't put as much thought into it as a woman does. So, so you design, like, for an inception level of underwear. <laughs> yes. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. This is, uh, this is a really good expose. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so interested. Ben, you want to just skip this? I'm no, we'll just skip this episode. We'll just talk about men's underwear. Uh, well, actually, I feel like you've talked about men's underwear all day. I'm sure you don't want to talk about it now. Hmm. Um, we'll give you a little break from it. If um, Well, <laughs> I'm sure there's more to you than... Uh, men's underwear. What, uh, where are you from? What are you, uh... I'm from you? Ohio. Ohio! Um, Big in yeah. the middle, high... Wait, nope. Round on the edge and it's high in the middle? I don't know. That. What is it? I don't know that either. Uh, that's <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> new to me. I don't know. Round on the edge and yeah. high in the middle. Um, it's high in the middle. Oh! oh man, I get it. Inside out inner tube? Ohio. Oh! Oh! Yeah. I mean, I, gotcha. I, did, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get it at first. I'm like, what's this? It's, uh, 
to play? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a place that I wanted to leave as soon mm-hmm. as I could. When did you so, leave? Right after I graduated college. Mm-hmm. Then you went to the college in Ohio, then I can only assume. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. All right, well, you know, welcome to Neil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Chris, we have you on the show today to tell us about one of your million-dollar ideas, and it could be about anything in the world. I like to assess that your million-dollar is your idea. It's not Joe's or mine or... And, uh, you know, we do not take ownership. If you make a million dollars off of it, off this workshopping and role-playing that we do here, uh, you do not need to give us any royalty. Not a cent. Not a cent. If you do, I would appreciate it. The two of us love kickbacks. kickbacks. That's, that's yeah. sort of the addendum <laughs> to this whole speech. Yeah, graft is good. I mean, <laughs> graft is good. And any money that you funnel back to us obviously goes towards more people's million-dollar ideas succeeding. Mm-hmm. So, hit us. Um, okay, so this is actually something that I've stumbled upon recently, um, talking to various friends and family, but, um, so I have celiac disease, and it's, like, really hard for me to go out to eat, because I feel like a total weirdo. I have to, like, question everything, like, can I get this, but can I get it without that, or, like, you know, I just feel like I'm putting, um, stress on everyone, that's eating with me and on the server and on the cook and whatever. And, um, so my idea was, uh, to put together like a community of people who have the same dietary needs that I need where we could come together and, um, not have to worry about being like ostracized or stressed out about food or what we eat. And, um, you know, everything would be safe essentially. Hmm. So yeah, you want to build a, a gluten-free community. Gluten-free all, community. And free, all the gluten is free. And then, uh, like, even, like, <laughs> I, I think people would come from, like, all over the world to go to this community, take a vacation. Oh, this um, is like a vacation This spot. is like destination, Ooh. like, where the food is actually really good. Like, foodies yeah. would come here as, like, an alternative style mm-hmm. thing where, you know... Like, uh, like, you know, one of those planned communities. Like, you know, we were talking about this, uh, like, celebrations. Or, uh, you know, they have them down in Florida. But, you know, they have them all over the world. But, you know, planned communities. You, or just like, or you think a whole community or just, like, a, like a street. Like, you know, Goop Town, like, Chinatown or, um, you know, Koreatown or something like that. You know? yeah, I think the exclusivity is important. I, yeah, I was thinking of, like, a closed community kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um... Hopefully, we could attract uh, really good uh, chefs and people from the industry that would be intrigued by this idea mm-hmm. and like have like high taste level and mm-hmm. high commitment to the lifestyle and not just um, like push it off as like oh this is just a phase that people go through where they just try this out like there's actually real people that get sick from mm-hmm. you know this food. I think, yeah, you got to have, I, I think this is a great idea, uh, but like all ecosystems, you're going to have to have uh, the other elements. You can have you know, your producer to bring people to the town is uh, the gluten-free restaurant mm-hmm. street business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now you need the consumer, and they need something to consume, but they, they need things to consume outside of the, you know, you need to have, you know, you have the gluten-free um, grocery stores. So these people can have places to walk too. So they can have a place to walk. And if it's going to be just a touristy thing, you know, you're going to have to have a tourist destination. But you also have to have a place to live in that town to walk too. 
So you can have that, but then you have to have them at the municipalities and the decompose with somebody to take away and do all the, you know, the dirty jobs to keep everything. But, I, you know, this is a, you know, a doable thing, I think. Uh, we have to just think about like, what is going to make it, you know, an ecosystem. I think what's yeah. really cool is the chance to make it an ecosystem because, like, there's lots of ideas that don't, that aren't a necessity, but this one literally deals with something that is a necessity for everybody. Like, food in some capacity is always going to be important for every human being that's alive. And when you think about, like, creating a, a true uh, community for this thing, I, this is a totally, like, way off left-field idea, but maybe there's an amusement park in this community that also only serves, like, gluten-free snacks, right? Oh, totally, you take, yeah. You take the, you basically make a small town almost out of this. Well, there can be a celiac research center, which, you know, gets funding and do research. You need a... Yeah, alternative producer because you, everybody you know an ecosystem needs something that you know you have your what your concept is, but you need other things to support that, and so you need something where you know people work and make money or bring money into the community that mm-hmm. aren't just recycling from the community. You need like like plants bringing life from the sun. You need <laughs> something to bring in some outside money into your community. Well, I think that's that's the idea behind the touristy nature of it. Mm-hmm. And bringing those outside people. Because I think anybody who goes to this thing, especially if you make it like a vacation spot, you put it somewhere really beautiful, take out a chunk of land on some island or something, right, with the most mm-hmm. amazing views that people are going to want to go to regardless. So maybe you even have some traffic from people who maybe don't understand the celiac lifestyle or whatnot, yeah. and you get a little education going in that respect, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think anybody who's going there, especially if they're doing it on vacation, is going to have a problem with, like, a hiked price on something. Mm-hmm. Much like going anywhere else in the world. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we just gotta. Where do you want to build your gluten-free city? There's the question. Town. Um, I haven't. I guess I haven't thought that that far about it. Like, I don't really know where I would do it. Um, Where wouldn't you do it? So any places like I would not Ohio. Not do it in Ohio. Probably not Ohio. Um, probably not in the Midwest in general because I feel like uh, if people if people are. Uh, trying to go somewhere as a destination, they're not going to go to the Midwest. And mm-hmm. a lot of times people from the Midwest are looking for a destination. And there's a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people with this issue that still care about, um, you know, eating well and, like, things mm-hmm. tasting good, mm-hmm. you know, and having the choice. Like, a lot of times if I go to a restaurant now, I have one thing I can order on the menu. Mm-hmm. And, like, even that, I'm like, is this even really but safe? You have a whole yeah. town where you can eat. Oh, can you imagine if I was in that position, if I was in a position where I spent most of my life only having one thing and I still wasn't sure about it, I would blow all of my savings in a place where everything was consumable. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cuisines too. I mean, you can really, and you can emphasize things that are not even like alternative, like, you know, taking like gluten-free pasta, but you can do things, cultural cuisines that don't naturally have gluten in them. Uh, Japanese food. Yeah. Except for the modernization of soy sauce, right? Did not have they didn't have wheat, so they didn't have gluten. Modern that's soy a sauce great idea. But that's a great idea. So it's almost like getting back to basics, getting back to the root of um, traditional like Japanese cooking, mm-hmm. or like a lot of Indian cuisine is gluten free. Mm-hmm. So you, you can know, rip off the around the world. What is it called? Epcot. Epcot. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and just Which, have like different like venues that all serve. It's not as an idea for a planned community, and then, uh, oh. but then he, it, Walt Disney wasn't able to make it. 
beautifully done. So the muse is probably is a, not a bastardization of his idea, but it is a bastardization of his idea. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So that, that's how that's. I think that's what you. I think we look into Epcot. And the yeah, that's like, true. Like, like Epcot, learn from that and learn from that. Uh, those those examples out there, and I think yeah, we get typically. I'm still thinking there needs to be outside. Like, is it in going to be into a like next to a rice growing community, or so you can like pull in local rice because that will be your source of carbohydrates? Or do you want to be next to a uh, a fishing community, so your fish will be your protein, or next to a cow or dairy community to pull in? Because I think people like the concept of gluten free, but they also you know it makes it easier if you have something else with it. Like you know, oh, I'm pulling from local foods; it saves yeah. you money. And then it costs, so you can be supporters of a local industry, which then will feed into yourself. So yeah, that's awesome. Category. Yeah, I like that. So we just need yeah. to find out what place makes the What most. is the perfect yeah, place? Yeah, what is the perfect place? <laughs> so, as a side I don't know, idea. and I wouldn't want it to look too, like, planned, like, too planned community-ish, you know, where mm-hmm. it's like everything looks the same. Like, it would be cooler if it had some character, like, maybe rebuilding in mm-hmm. a place that has a dying... Um, population and kind of bringing people back. Yeah, that that fits because I I do think that there really is like a community give back theme to this whole thing. That's a just good like morally and and as a person a good thing, but also like it's gonna influence more people to want to go there mm-hmm. because there's that extra incentive. If you haven't been, you look like you have the perfect place. Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas is the greatest, the, the largest rice producers in the United States. Okay. So, again, a community that's not too bad. You live on the Mississippi, so you can be on the Mississippi River. Uh, you can have tourism just for that. Uh, hmm. You support a local community. It's cheap land there, too. It's not too expensive. Arkansas is one of the you know, cheaper states to live in. And... Uh, and I, yeah, I think Arkansas. I think we should. Use we are, hold on. There's a there's a test that I'm gonna put Arkansas through. Right? <laughs> I'm gonna type into Google "beautiful Arkansas" right, into Google Images and mm-hmm. see what the best. Well, I think it should also be close to an to an airport, right? Like mm-hmm. a big airport hub. That's important too. All right. That's All, right. All right. There's some solid oh. land and beauty. I hanging like the out waterfall. In Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, we can go into the best, like, good hot springs are also in Arkansas. Oh, and have a spa. You can tap into that spa business, too. Yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, hot, you know. I don't know. I just don't think of when I'm like, oh, I want to go on vacation. Arkansas. Like, (laughs) that doesn't just... Now you... Now you... I'm not... I'm not to make you change, but Arkansas does have a great hot springs community. Uh, so you can make it like, make it like a, uh... Like, one of those old, I mean, bringing it back to Japanese culture, make like an old onsen community. Like, it's a community people come to, to relax, to mm-hmm. they, they just come there to be in the city. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not it, for Well, any, there is kind of like an overall wellness, like, self-care mm-hmm. kind of element to this whole idea, where it's like, I want to take care of myself, but I also don't want to feel like I'm being a jerk and mm-hmm. making other people's lives harder. So, like, let's all go to this place together, and we're all in it together. Um, yeah, because I, I, I mean, nobody wants to go to Florida, but people want to go to Disneyland. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. Don't, 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 don't take it to that, man. Look at this. Look, look. It's, it's just so hot pristine there. pristine yeah. waterfalls and hot springs, a national park. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, Arkansas, 
That is my two cents. I think you have an idea. <laughs> we get funding. Arkansas State Board, if you want to, you know, uh, ex-president Clinton, if you were looking for something, support a community. I know you have youth health initiatives. Just, uh, you know, gluten-free community in Arkansas. I know you can do it, Bill. I almost think we're limiting ourselves. Okay. What if there wasn't one location? Because there's people all over the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what if there were different locations that all sourced a different food from the area? So in Arkansas, it might be rice. Mm-hmm. And in, uh, I don't know anything about food sources, so I don't want to show my ignorance on the topic. But you can imagine these little pockets of well, these same communities like worldwide that all source locally from wherever they are. Well, that's why I said it was good to be on the Mississippi. Because you can pull from the whole North, Middle America, Northern Middle America, from the Dakotas, all the Missouri, everything the Missouri feeds into the Really Mississippi. pushing this Arkansas. I mean, <laughs> all, all, no, I mean, I'm just thinking of great rice places, which are like Arkansas, uh, Northern California, and I think like Washington. I mean, you can do it, you can have those be your, I think having that as your staple source, though, being in, based in an amount where you can get. A continuous stable source of a, 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 a staple food, which rice is, yeah. and it's a stable gluten-free food, and it could be not the primary source of all your food, but it can definitely be having that as being the industry that supports your industry. I think that works and it feeds into it. Feeds into it. It becomes a little, you know, I keep doing the little hand thing for you radio people. That <laughs> so good. He's so doing rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> It's like he's about to go. Yeah. I was just about to make another move and say this is what he's gonna do, but that wouldn't have come across at Pokey all. Pokey pokey. Well, no, you look like you're gonna like. Ah, what's uh, this called? It's shake like a conga rattling. Line, oh, conga. Right? Yeah, yeah. Conga. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. We conga. Well, what is the name? <laughs> this is the thing that we're gonna do. I don't know, guys. What mm. What's a good name? I... Good town. That, that's horrible. No. Like, I... <laughs> I... Not to know you, but, no. but yeah, Gluten Town sounds like a weird dystopian. That sounds TV like the show. opposite of what it is, though. Okay. <laughs> Nedlug. <laughs> it's going backwards. Oh. Nedlug. Oh, so we want to. What have... if the name had nothing to do with it? What if we just named it what the town was? Okay. Previously, oh, yeah, and just, uh, yeah, that, you I would mean, just know that that name that of that, that place is, is yeah. Paradise. Paradise, Nebraska. I'm Flowerless. Flowerless. That sounds like a good name, though. Paradise, Nebraska. But Paradise. Let's see. Paradise, Arkansas. I mean, maybe. There's gotta be, right? It I feel like there has to be a Paradise. Oh my god, there was a town called Paradise, Arkansas. At least a road named Paradise. Is it on the Mississippi? Um, I don't, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna... Slash, can we change the city limits so that it's on the Mississippi? <laughs> no, we can't. You can't change the city. If ex-president Bill Clinton is funding this, we can do whatever we want. It is not on the Mississippi. It's on the wrong part of Arkansas. It's on the it's on the west coast. We need right. to be on the east coast. Is there like a heaven, Arkansas? Let's see. I'm thinking something near Memphis, which is no, in Tennessee, but you can fly to Memphis and be next. You arrive from Memphis to this said community. Outside of Memphis, which would be uh, any good communities outside a <laughs> Greasy Corner. Okay, what? Well, we like that's that. the name of a town. That's the name of a town. <laughs> oh my gosh, Dansby, mm. Forest City. Uh, no one likes. Okay, no one <laughs> you got it. You got to keep rolling. <laughs> Brinkley, E O, uh, Crashboard. 
Nice maybe we should. It. Maybe we should name it. <laughs> maybe we should name it. Sorry, I'm sorry. Cold. Palace. Cold. Yeah. Cold. Cold. Oh, cold. It's I don't know. What's uh? What's some other names? Uh, heaven. Heaven, Arkansas. Heaven, Arkansas. Um. No. No. Good eaten. Good eaten. Arkansas. Well. <laughs> Because if we do name it, that becomes our the own little, its own little borough, right? And then yeah. it becomes a place in Arkansas. Yeah. So maybe we don't need to. But what about it. Eden? Eden, Arkansas. Ooh, I'm sure that ooh, the ooh, Bible book people wouldn't mind you changing the name to a city. I'm Eden. fine. Bring them in. Yeah. <laughs> they well, got money. There is an Eden, Arkansas. Is it on the Mississippi? It's on. <gasps> Does it need a planned community? <laughs> oh my God! It is. How many the distance from Memphis? We, you, know, we, you know, you want to be closer than Memphis. That could be your hub. It's an hour and a half. It's an hour drive from Memphis. Oh, that's not bad. If you're on vacation, that's fine. No. So yeah, it's an hour drive from Memphis. So okay. yeah, you go to Memphis. You come here. We could have a shuttle service. Shuttle service that brings you out. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, what's the Memphis airport? Yeah, yeah. I've it. never been there. I've never been to Memphis. Uh, it's a nice city. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I saw a show about it once. I mean, maybe we should go to Eden first. Eden looks, well, you know, we can always make it look nicer. Eden is next to a national uh, wildlife park. Oh, that's cool. And uh, What about the hot springs? Is it near there? Can we tap into them anywhere? (laughs) Let's see. Excuse me while I look up the hot springs in Arkansas. And if if the the town board of Eden is listening to this, uh, you know, please let me know. I have MDW cast yeah. on Twitter because mm-hmm. apparently that's how people communicate with governments now. Mm-hmm. You can tweet at us. Okay, so um, you know Eden is is ripe. It's on. It's ripe. It's ripe, <laughs> it's ripe for the picking. <laughs> yeah, I I'm for. <laughs> yeah, I'm for Eden. I'm in. I like I, that. I yeah. like it. Like. I think it's it's, it's got the something there. Do you think it would be too? It would probably be too much to call the place itself the Garden of Eden. Well, you can have it. I mean, the good thing about Eden is right in between Little Rock and Memphis, so you're in the middle. So, if people want to go to Little Rock, or people want to go to Memphis, they can come here. And like, yeah. I so. mean, it does kind of have a nice ring to it. Like, you know, your coworkers ask you on Monday morning, "Oh, what did you do last weekend?" Mm-hmm. I went to Eden. You went to Eden. Yeah. Yeah, no, let's see what this It does like. sound pretty cool. Yeah, I can see lots of, like, listicles where Eden's at, like, two or three. I mean, it's yeah. mostly... Right? Yeah. Oh, it, you know what it is? Well, we, we won't do it in the town of Eden. We'll do it near the town of Eden because I don't want to uh, usurp people. But it's a, it's, a, it's a farm community. Anyways, uh, we'll leave it at well, that. I think that's a good place to yeah, start. good place yeah. to start. I think we have a, a idea that's growing and smoothing. And, and there's the perfect marketing campaign if we decide to expand because we start in Eden and then, yeah. you know, go from there. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it writes itself. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Start from Eden. Ooh, exit to Eden. Exit to Eden. I mean, and then the next one, you just name Father Abraham after that. And then... Yeah. I mean... Oh, Abraham, California. Mm. Ooh, that sounds like a place I want to go. Yeah. Although, to be fair, right before this, I was like, Arkansas. And now I'm like, Arkansas. So, I don't know. Excuse me, one second. I'm going to open that door. It's boiling. Yeah, it's hot. Whew. One, two. Okay, I'm back. Wow, so. 
So, Chrissy, the second part of our show is that we uh, like to look at a few Kickstarter campaigns and review them, get a little input from our guests. So, I think we're going to start that next part of the show. Yeah, we All should. Right. We should really get like transition music. Kickstarter, Kickstarter, Kickstarter and me. Perfect. All right. That's great. If you know any musicians out there that want to supply a song for all transition music, um, you can reach us at mbwcast at <laughs> allmilliondollarcast at gmail.com. See, you got it. You didn't need me to help you I like, I like you helping me out here. Okay. I missed the point. Missed like the point. The, you pointing at me, not the point of the segment. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <clears throat> for our first Kickstarter campaign today, we are going to look at Tom. Hello, Tom. Turn your children's beloved toys alive with Tom. Talk to me. Let's children play, learn, and interact and socialize. Tom is, is Echo for kids. Like Amazon Echo? Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. We'll play the video. I don't know. Children are our future. They should learn core life skills through play. Hence, I think we created a play and learn solution. Hello, Tom. children's favorite toys alive. They can now happily talk and learn with their toys. We've developed Tom with advanced kids-friendly voice recognition, machine learning, AI technology, and effective teaching method. Okay, so I'm going to read a little to you about Tom. <laughs> Meet Tom. Talk to me. A play and long companion for young kids. It is the Echo of Amazon specifically developed for kids to play and learn. The first tech gadget that brings your favorite child's toys to life. It's basically a little thing, a little collar, like a little um, bow tie that probably has a camera on it and voice recognition and it sees your kids and talks to your kids. So it's basically uh, Chucky. Um, child's play. Uh, but it looks like it's pretty cool. Um, it has a camera? It has a camera. What's the camera for? The camera, so it can see the kid move and interact. It uh, moves and... It talks. responds to movement, movement not just voice. It responds to movement and voice, yes. Even the Echo doesn't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. I do think it's a bit cre- uh, creepy. It's got <laughs> creepy element to it. Yeah. Mm. Like, I'm always watching you. What, what I mean, it, it doesn't sleep. So... Ooh. It's, a, it's, it's like a nanny state, like 1984. It's 1984 in toy form. <laughs> and you also don't know what, in all fairness, you don't know what it's going to respond to some of your kids' tougher questions, because sometimes parents don't even know how to respond to those. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And what happens if, if a kid asks it about the birds and the bees? Like, I'm just it's curious. pretty sure it just doesn't say anything. It has to say something. It, it, it will go, um, it only responds... It's like a speaking spell. If you asked your speaking spell about the birds and the bees... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Speaking spell does not machine learn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, guess that is true. Uh, I don't know. I think there's been so many movies made about this, right? <laughs> this is like just a bad plan. This is the beginning of a horror movie, I'm saying? <laughs> this is bad. Uh, what, they give you a select... <laughs> it's like Frosty's hat, except like way worse. <laughs> they give you, there's a couple of things they can give you, uh, language learning cards, and like special books that it will read. So it's more like Teddy Ruskin, I guess. It's oh. a, 
kind of more. I had like, a Teddy Rub skin. Yeah. I, I liked it. Yeah, it's kind of Teddy Rub skin. I mean, Teddy Rub skin didn't freak me. Did Teddy Rub skin freak you? But like, I don't know what that is. No, thank you, Ben. You just put, you would put like an audio um, tape in mm-hmm. and it would read, you would also get a book and it would read the book to you. Oh, cool. And it was like a stuffed bear and his mouth moved when he talked. Mm-hmm. And I didn't find it creepy. Right. I liked it. But I feel like that's, like, a very specific purpose. Like, yeah. this sounds like it's trying to be your kid's friend. Yeah. That's the part that's... that weirds me out. Mm. Well, I don't like know. it. it. It's to teach your kids. It's unsettling. But teach them what, Ben? Teach them language skills. Did you see that Microsoft Twitter bot? Yes. That learned off Twitter, and then it just went haywire with all this awful stuff. But now mm-hmm. we have something that you're attaching to your kids' toys mm-hmm. that has the same capacity. Yes. What happens if it's in, like, a household where the parents are awful? <laughs> then you have awful children. What are, what are the incentives? Sell me on this Okay. One. What are mm-hmm. the incentives? <laughs> okay, so for some reason it's in HK dollars, which I think is Hong Kong dollars? Um, yes, Hong Kong dollars. But, so I guess this is made in Hong Kong. Um, so Tom is for $3, or 20 Hong Kong dollars. Make it happen. Every dollar counts and you get a thank you. So for $3, they'll just give you a thank you. Hmm. Okay. Let's spice it up a little bit. How about $50? You get the uh, you get one Tom, an adjustable strap, a user's guide, and, um... Online support and a thank you card for 30 bucks. 30? 50. <laughs> 50 bucks. Alright. Alright. For 63 bucks, you get uh, uh, the Tom, the user guys, the same thing. I guess the. the early bird? Yeah, the, the early birds run out. Um, then uh, the early bird package, you get one Tom, all the other stuff, five books. 50 flashcards of things for early child's development, and a thank you card. So it doesn't get that much spicier. What is the top? I feel like I'm only going to go up the top tier. It's like, we're going to make you into a Tom. Uh, no, the top tier is two Toms. <laughs> two adjustable specs. Two, why do you need two user guides? <laughs> I'm pretty sure the user guide would be saying for both of them. That's just waste. Two copies of five classic stories and beautifully illustrated books, two sets of flashcards, and, uh, yeah, the interesting. My thing is, you guys can't see it, but the the illustration of classic storybooks, they, uh, they're not the, 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 you know, the creme de creme of illustrations. <laughs> and what is this? I can only describe it as a dinosaur wearing a... I don't know. It's, what kind of hat is that? You're a fashion person. What kind of hat is that dinosaur wearing? Straw hat? It's a straw hat or something? And yeah. I think he's eating... It's like a sun hat. Pink? It uh, looks like he's eating his own neck. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to put this in front of your child, Ben? I don't. <laughs> I'm just this is freaky. I don't this dinosaur. I don't, he looks like he's drunk so, off this thing. So I think... It's unnecessary. No one needs this tech. No. Like, I'm out. just just talk to your child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean. All right. So, this is a pass on Tom. Pass on Tom? Pass. 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 No, thank you. No, thank you, Tom. Is there any um, recommendations or improvements you would give to these folks? To Burn this? it. Burn it. 
You would, what would you recommend to Tom? Um, I don't know. It's why, why aren't you talking to your own kid? Like we should be encouraging people to spend more time with their so, children instead of less. This is the L of, uh, the evolution of the television nanny. You saying? Yeah. Now basically turning a television nanny into a station animal. Can I refine mine? Yes. Burn it with your kids. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe. <laughs> not like, not like, you know what I mean. Oh, with your children? Yeah, like do it as a family activity. No, don't burn your children with the Tom, Ben. <laughs> Jeez. That, is, that is what it sounded like. Okay, I, think need, I think we need a palate cleanse. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any sorbet? No? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> From Las Vegas, Nevada. Holy Cat Cafe. Let's play this video. I like the music so, so far. So far, I like it. Maybe you can use this in your show. Ooh. Ooh. Suggest it's a cat cafe in Nevada. Any questions? I love it. All right. <laughs> I think why not? <laughs> why? Do, what, but why do they need Kickstarter? I feel like there's cat cafes going up everywhere. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, fund your own. Las Vegas great is a idea. big cat right. problem. Uh, <laughs> so they don't really have. They think they can change the community. So while I mean, the risk and challenge could, this could fail zoning. Unseen costs, you know. Oh. We, yeah. What are the? Because I feel like the incentives have to be good. Yeah. Because most people aren't in Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. Hmm. I think you can say either. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for your support. <laughs> uh, there, there, there is a correct way to say it. Right? No, you have to say both every time. <laughs> you have to make sure that you ask, but either way, you're fine. Um, Nevada, 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 Nevada. Let's just call it. Let's just make it 100 percent wrong. Nevada. So, in Nevada, uh, we'll go to Nevada. Why don't we list what these, uh, it's a, it has some cute kitties. I like helping kitties. I, I go to cat cafes all the time. So, I think this is a, a good looking cat cafe. The all zoning violations, though, I know you're in, like the cat cafes we know in America, uh, not supposed to the ones in Japan, but the ones in America generally don't let the cats come into the cafe section. You gotta have the cafe section and the cat section separated, and you can take your drinks from the cafe section. Bring them into the cat section, but the place where you buy the drinks has to be separated from the place where you have the cats. Hmm. I'm actually fine with that. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see. Then you don't get cat hair, like, no, in cat, your coffee no, you machine, don't. you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. Makes hmm. sense. Makes sense. So let's read what they got. Uh, Five dollars, you get a thank you email. Thank you email? Yeah, just thank you email. Uh, Ten dollars, you get to be on the... Uh, wait. Appropriate name or logo will appeal... And be slated at all times at the back of mural. They'll make a mural in the back of your name for ten dollars. You get to be mm. on the back. That but sounds tacky. I like this cat cafe less now. Uh, well, uh, oh. uh. so um, 
You get for fifteen dollars, you get to be uh, your name gets to be on the wall, and you get a magnet for your fridge with the cat cafe's name on it. Cool. Twenty five dollars, name on the back wall, a magnet, and a mug. Twenty five dollars, you get a mug and a magnet. I mean, some mugs cost twenty five dollars. Uh, t uh, fifty dollars t shirt plus all the other previous things. Uh, ooh, ooh. $75 wine glasses for your boy to bring any of your Catterday's events with alcohol with free drinks on the house. So if you have this wine glass and you come to the cafe, you get free drinks. This is also a bar? Uh, yeah. I guess. Oh. It's Las Vegas, baby. Okay. Alright. Mm-hmm. Alright. So I don't know. Sound. I'm finding more flaws in the plan now. So if, if it's a bar... Do you really want, like, drunk patrons <laughs> around these cats that need, like, tender love? I don't know. Do you? Are the cats also drunks? It is Vegas, yeah, right? It's Vegas. Yeah, the cats are drinking. So, I, I, I don't know. It just sounds like a cafe. Well, you get a membership. Yeah, cafe. so, the, uh, the, off the high ones, you get a membership to the place, and then uh, they, you, you get a bag. Are they doing any special, like... Part of the proceeds go to buying well, more yeah, cats. Yeah, this is a, the, you know, they do support, uh, you know, health shelters. Okay. You get permanent entry on Cataday events, so you get to go to Cataday events for free, and uh, for $10,000, so you, get, you basically get to go to drink for free every Cataday, which I assume is Saturday, but I don't know. Maybe once a month. Mean, yeah, but... <laughs> so, it depends on how much you drink, but I mean, yeah. that could actually be worth it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, what is your guys' conclusion on said cat cafe? I'm kind of on the fence because I, I, I don't know. My initial thought was this sounds great, mm-hmm. and then when I started hearing about the murals, I started questioning taste levels. And it is Vegas, baby. I know it's Vegas, but like, does can it look like a classy? Like they kind of. We're saying it was going to be a classy place to go, and then, I don't know. Mm. But I do like that they're helping cats find a home. So maybe the $5 thank you email. Yeah. Yeah, that, okay. $5 thank you email. All right, a final entry today will make it quick. Maybe 10 for the magnet. Is Blue Lux. Inspired by Doctor Who and Prada, Blue Lux is the premium leather bag that looks like it's a blue bag that looks like the TARDIS so I wanted to particularly for you to come there's no video for this one whether it is but we won't it's in Brooklyn so but I want you to just take a look at this bag it looks like a TARDIS bag as a fashion expert what would you say as as, uh you know it's a pretty good Rebecca Minkoff rip uh it looks pretty good alright yeah I, I, I like it so and it looks like a TARDIS. So. Okay. Yeah. Now would you so for one dollar you can get a thank you. For forty dollars you can get uh, one of the bags. For forty bucks. Hmm. That's uh, good. Forty-five bucks well, you get the bifold. Thirty for forty-five bucks you get the trifold. And uh, are those just different sizes of bag? I I'll. Or is it a wallet or? Uh, Usually should... trifold is a wallet. It says ladies trifold and men's bifold. So that's so wallets. wallets. Oh, so yeah. men's bifold, ladies bifold, trifold. You get the wallet for 45 the bag for 95 
I actually think that the wallet is probably more profitable because then you don't have to be quite as out there with your nerd. Mm, no, it isn't. So yeah. your your money on here is if you were gonna spend money would be on the forty five dollars for the ladies' wallet. I think so. All right, and then uh, just uh, uh, forty bucks for us men's wallet. I think it's a good price for a wallet. I mean, I like that too. I don't watch that. So, so nothing up my alley. Well, hey, so blue lux. We uh, I'm in. Man, okay. <laughs> I'm in. Okay. Hit two out of three. Two out of three. <laughs> um, well, I think that brings us to the end of the show. Viva's yeah. over here. Viva my kitty. And uh, we'll put all the links to all those kickstars in the description if you heard yep. something that suits your yep. fancy. And yeah. if you are in charge of any of them and want to like uh, give us a shout out or mm-hmm. whatever, yeah, just let us know. But we're coming up with the thing. The cat hair is going everywhere because Viva is getting hungry. So it's time. I think it's time to wrap up the show. Um, so, business things that we need to talk yeah. about. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter at uh, MDWCast. And then you can email us at MillionDollarCast at gmail.com. And one day I'll have that Facebook page <laughs> ready once I get some things to put on it. Follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us on Stitcher. Follow us on iTunes. Oh, yeah, we're part of the Stitcher content network. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have to say that. Yeah. But. We're in Stitcher. We're on iTunes. We're in. Follow us anywhere. Write us reviews, please. Share friends. Ben a CD. Or, and tweet and Kickstarters at kick, us. Tweet, please, yeah. We want, you know, I randomly select these things. So please <laughs> help me find better Kickstarters to review and we can go a bit more, uh, more things. Okay, Viva, I'm wrapping up. Okay. <laughs> With that, Chrissy, thank you thank again. Thank you so much. Thank this you, so guys. Fun. This, this is so is much great. fun. Um, so I'm Ben Moskowitz. And I'm John Palsy. That's money for you. Yeah,